on Figure Skating Podcast. This is Johanna and... Dia, hello. So we're extremely late on talking about Rostelecom, which is where we'll start. Uh, we actually did watch some of it when it aired, but mm-hmm. um, we've been crazy busy with, I don't know, COVID stuff <laughs> in our lives. Um, so anyway, we just now re-watched a few of the programs, so we'll talk a little bit about those. So true, Sava. You've been watching her since the start of her career, Dea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though you haven't been watching that long. So, um, we just watched her free. Yes, the Romeo and Juliet mm. disaster. First, schedule caught the Salco. It's a, so there, both hands down. Amazing height she got at. That dent her confidence. The next is the Lutz. Down again. Well, she fell on some of her quads and it was sort of lackluster and Plushenko wasn't happy with her and and all sorts of things. But I also think it must be so difficult for her just being still so young and last season mm, i mean to be fair last season even though she was like one of the new bright shining tiny russian stars Mm -hmm. um she still sort of struggled last season she wasn't on top of her game she didn't she usually usually had a few mistakes in her programs she didn't win uh well there was no worlds but she didn't win europeans or you know she didn't win grand prix final she even though she was one of the top Russian ladies, she still experienced some setbacks and problems, which I think is good. I mean, just comparing her to, you know, when Medvedeva and Sigitova, you know, when they win everything for a season or two, it's yeah. really hard not to. But here she already knows what it's like not to be the top skater all the time. So I think in a way she was kind of prepared for this maybe better than some other skaters have been. But yeah, she's in a, I don't know, she's, I wouldn't say slump necessarily, but she, this wasn't her best. No, we don't, we still don't know what it means. No, exactly, if anything. Mm-hmm. But I guess what it means, the only thing, and uh, because it's such a weird season, it's even harder to say because of COVID. But um, I think the only thing you can say it means really is that she's not an obvious top three Russian lady anymore, which she only was for five minutes, really. I mean, let's face it, (laughs) last Mm. season, and that's usually what happens. But it it does seem like with all the shuffling in the top Russian ladies now, um, that's pretty much all we can say. She's not a given for worlds or whatever competitions, championships, Europeans, whatever will be. She's not a given, I'd say, at this point, and that's kind of exciting, so, Mm. you know, but yeah, it's tough for her. Well, her career isn't over. (laughs) Hopefully. We saw this skater who is totally new for me. (laughs) Right. Tuktimesheva. Yes. So, uh, for those of you who haven't been listening very carefully, I've only been forcing Dea to watch for the past, I don't know, three years, three years or something. So mm. she, he doesn't know Tukdamisheva. Well, of course, I have been watching her for a very long time uh, when she won Worlds and before that. So that, and that's a very long time ago. So she won here 
and what were your it's kind of interesting for me because I've been following her ups and downs um, it's really amazing that she's still there and that she's still able to be competitive in Russia as a lady and really a lady not a tiny girl that's mm. amazing um, but for someone who hasn't seen her before your impressions were what well she seems very popular maybe not my type of uh, my my kind of uh, skater pretty slow not very gracious no but if i hadn't told you that like she won this competition she's a star mm. you probably would have gone meh who's this yeah except for the triple axel obviously yeah it was very nice yeah so she did she started out so she did two kind of she did one with a combination which is very rare for ladies I don't know that I've seen it ever before. Mm. Um. Triple axel double toe. What a start. And then she had not such a clean second triple axel, but still like that was really good. And I think her, the fact that she was kind of slow for most of the program until the end, really, when she uh, speeded up a little bit, like it was probably doing Two triple axel is such a big deal for a lady and for her, so she was like conserving her energy and stuff. But even so, she, her movements are not very beautiful. She doesn't have great flow. She doesn't have great technique, like in a lot of in some areas. And and I don't know. I mean, I like it when she's being a diva, but she wasn't here. She wasn't giving that. She was just sort of do. It's like I have to do this. <laughs> I want to win. Yeah, there was no. Pers there was personality at the end. Yeah. Uh, and that, that I liked yeah. very much. So, but basically, it's kind of... It's good to see her, and it's the thing that, you know, that everyone likes about her at this point, is the fact that she's had this grit to stay on for all these years when we've seen all the tiny, tiny Russian girls come and go, really, and she stayed on. And she stayed on even though she hasn't been winning and hasn't been qualifying for championships and stuff a lot of the time. And that's really admirable. I don't know how she's found the, I don't know, patience and, and wherewithal to keep going. But that's kind of amazing. So at least there's someone, a grown-up, <laughs> that we can watch. Although to be fair, I mean, everyone's saying, oh, she's able to do triple axel even though she's not one of these tiny you know, 13 years mm -hmm. old, but to be fair, I mean, she probably is tiny compared to a normal person. I don't know, but just, it's just because we see these, you know, extremely small Russian girls and then yeah. she comes on and she's just like, she's probably really tiny as well. I don't know. <laughs> so, so let's look at uh, Kostanaya. Let's do it. Always happy to see her. Yeah. I like the music also. You did? Yes. I thought it was kind of bland. Oh, I love What was it? Magical. <laughs> but she's kind of... I think she's our favorite of mm. the Russian... Yes. Maybe all of the ladies' game. Like, because last season... When there was all this, you know, who's the better Russian skater? Like she was always, she always came out of top for us because mm. she had the whole package, as they say. Like she had the musicality and speed and all the things that aren't just landing jumps and quality of movement, which is a big deal for me. Um, but here she didn't win, so just barely, about three points or something. 
Uh, she lost. Yeah, she looked disappointed. She was really disappointed. Yeah. I think mm. it's hard for her as well too because she switched coaches and yeah. went since that's such a big deal in Russia, especially between those two coaches. Um, she, you kind of need to justify I made the right choice. Look at my results, and here she wasn't able to do that because you know she won a lot last season. But it was still very beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. she was great. She just needs to get back to, you know, maybe her peak technique. Yeah, the commentator said, uh, how can you perform like this and not win? They, they really, it was Eurosport, they really wanted her, they really yeah, thought okay. she would win, <laughs> <laughs> was going to win. Mm. And, uh, I mean, so did we really. The yeah. experience of watching her is was better, I think. But, yeah, it all comes down to the nitty-gritty uh, under-rotations, and she didn't yeah. have her triple axle, and if she had, she would have won. So... But now she has COVID instead. She has COVID and took Dimitriev as well. Mm. And oh. who else? Dimitri Aliyev, bunch of the Russian skaters. And so, I mean, uh, a lot of the others we have already have already had it and recovered, as far as mm. we know. But yeah, watching the competitions, it's not very surprising. I just wish they would take care of Michin and some of the older coaches a bit oh, better. Yeah. We were actually planning on going to the Stockholm World Championships, but first of all, we don't know if they're going to happen. Now they're talking about making it happen in a bubble. Mm -hmm. So that's for the skaters, obviously, like to, to do one of those, make sure that they're all there for, I don't know how long period of time and the testing and like a much more controlled environment. So I don't know if that's even possible practically from all these countries, but uh, either way, I'm sure that bubble doesn't include an audience, so <laughs> that's probably not going to happen. And even if it does, I don't think we want to travel right now. No. So, meh. But just since it's in Sweden, and I think we both wanted to see Han Yu before he retired, all of those things mm. that we were thinking about going to the World Championships. So we also watched some of the men's from Rostelecom. Mm. And... Um, we watched Koliada win, finally. Oh, yeah. That Wasn't was something that else. Something else. Like, out of all the men's programs that I've seen throughout mm. the years, like, this was one of the best. And it wasn't even his best. He had a mistake or two. <clears throat> but even so, I mean, the choreography and the fact that he, after all his struggles, finally able to get it together. Wow. Yeah, he's such a talent. Such a talent. And the program just... Yeah. It was amazing, like the... Artistic perfection. Artistic, yeah. It was just... Soundtrack to Yoreyev. He does have a balletic quality. Excellent start. Quad toe, triple toe. And it's, I hopefully we'll get to see him do it flawlessly. That would mm. be something. But yeah, and it was great to see because it was this tribute to Nureyev, uh, Rudolf Nureyev. And um, I was just thinking about like some of the time the choreographers seemed really involved. So I'm assuming they worked on like not just the actual movements, but themes and such. And I'm just thinking that the Nureyev, like his personality, his confidence is something that I think is good for Koliada to yeah. sort of immerse himself with and work with because he had this, 
Uh, I mean, like they would describe Nureyev as uh, like have kind of an animalistic uh, stage presence. He had there was something uh, about him, even though it was like here he's doing Prince whatever in this ballet. He still had this like really raw, weird um, presence, and the confidence that he had is something that Goliada needs or has needed. Mm. So I think in a way it's kind of symbolic that he's sort of embodying the spirit of Nureyev in this new chapter of Koliada's career, where he is hopefully stepping into more confidence, more mental strength, and um, because uh, he, he could really be the best skater in the world. It's just that it hasn't happened because he's always faltered again and again and never reached his potential until now, hopefully. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so. We saw Dmitry Aliyev. He only turned out to be fifth, but he seemed happy with that after mm. having a lot of problems as well. He's one of those skaters I'm sort of hoping for as well. I wouldn't say he's as talented as Koliada, but he still has real talent, but again has not quite made it. And I think, speaking of Koliada, I think the same um, course of action would be good for Aliyev to switch coaches and try something new, because what he's doing isn't working and um, you know, obviously his coaches have managed to get him up to a really high level, but something is really missing and whether that's coaching or choreography or whatever, but he just, I mean, he has a bunch of these military costumes. We know that, <laughs> or you called it, what did you call it? Um, Cinema yeah, tickets. Yeah, or bellboy, <laughs> yeah. bellboy costumes or something like, yeah. Mm. He's got a lot of those, so that's fine. But he needs um, he needs an, just that next step of really, really caring for every inch of his career. But now instead he has COVID, so mm. Mm, hopefully in the future. We've really been enjoying uh, discussing with some of you online. Find us on Instagram, please, on Figure Skating Podcast. And we're happy to chat with you there. Bye for now. Bye.